Season 4, Episode 10, The Importance of Friendsgiving. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Today's episode is all about cultivating community and why we think Friendsgiving is important. Now, Neither of us are teams Friendsgiving over Thanksgiving. I do not think that those are (laughs) exclusive. No, they can definitely be one and the same. This is a topic that has been requested a good bit. Not Friendsgiving specifically, but um, cultivating a community and like making a community specifically. I think people like are asking about online. But we think that you have to have community offline in place before you can really know how to make community online. Absolutely. Community starts at home. And once you figure out how to do that, it's easier to connect with people outside your home and then online. Yes, totally agree with that. And the most important relationships are in your home. You know, don't get caught up in digital relationships, even though those can be good too. But, you know, you need to be pouring into those in your home and in your neighborhoods first. And so speaking of Friendsgiving, Jackie. Okay. Are you going to any this year? Not this year. We don't have time, honestly. Um, We've done it in the past. It's a lot of fun. It's a great way to connect with people, but we just don't have time this year. Now, you have a couple, right? Yes. We already had one, which was great. That one was out of town, and I did not have to cook a single thing. Since oh, that's always nice. We, like, <laughs> we're coming from out of town. We were the only out of town people. Oh, okay. And so um, that was really nice to eat a delicious home-cooked meal that I did not have to <laughs> slave over. Yes. And then we have two this weekend. <laughs> and I think oh. this weekend is going to be the most popular time for Friendsgivings, like the mm-hmm. weekend before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and- we're we're not having Friendsgiving this weekend, but we're having my mom's side of like okay. I mean it's my family, but her her mm-hmm. um immediate family is coming into town for Thanksgiving on Sunday. Oh well that's nice. Because mm-hmm. they don't live very close, do they? No, they're down in Florida. They're in like some in the Orlando and then some kind of closer to Naples. Well, that's nice that they're coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have one that's uh, like a potluck kind of a thing. And then we have another one that um, my friend and I are going to be hosting together. I mean, it's at her house, but I told her I'd help. <laughs> and I kind of thought of it. So, <laughs> but so you kind of have to so host she's now. hosting, but like, I'll, I'm. Definitely going to be second fiddle. And and we're going to do appetizers. So nothing. So even though it's like a Friendsgiving and we're eating traditional Thanksgiving food, it's not going to be like a full dinner. So we're okay. taking traditional Thanksgiving side dishes and then like reinventing them as That's appetizers. Really cool. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure I will Instagram story it. Um, yes. And I'm excited to see how it goes. So back to why Friendsgiving is important and why just having a community and that support system is important. Community starts at home. It starts, you know, in the four walls of your house, the people that you're spending 
so much time with anyway, whether that's a spouse, if it's kids, if it's a roommate, your dog, even, I mean, to a degree, whoever you share a home with is really the first part of your community. Yeah, your most intimate community is like who you live with, your roommates, whatever. And one of the things that you can kind of like foster your community within your house is by being intentional about traditions and eating together. And so Friendsgiving kind of embodies that, which is why it's so perfect that we're touching on this subject so close to Thanksgiving. Yes, Because just having a set time to eat together and then also doing activities that don't involve your phone, like baking or crafting, taking walks. I know my husband and I like to take walks together because you can't be on your phone or else you would like run into lose an animal yeah you lose an animal or you'd like run into a mailbox or something so and I think that's why Friendsgiving is such an important thing for this part of your community and that's because it's so easy to have dinner on the couch every night with your phone in your hand or even when you go out to eat having your phone and Friendsgiving of any sort forces you to put that phone away we've had traditions in the past with friends where when we went out to dinner we'd all put our phones face down in the middle of the table and the first person to pick it up had to pay which were all poor broke college students so we were all hoping we just didn't have to pay for even our own meal (laughs) and so obviously if it's friendsgiving you're probably having it at your house or someone else's house and so everything's already made, everything's already paid for, but maybe you could do whoever picks up their phone first has to help with the dishes or something to just kind of force everybody to put your phones down and have really in-depth conversation and get to know each other even better. Totally agree. One thing that my mom does, which this is like, you know, just with family or if we have friends over for a holiday is we have this poem book um, that I think I've talked about on here. And Mm -hmm. it's like poems for every season. And she reads it before our holiday dinner. And it's like a poem that's Thanksgiving themed, Christmas themed, Easter themed, whatever the relevant theme is and she reads it and then we still pray after but it's just another thing to reflect on that can bring up conversation you could read quote or something like just some some sort of icebreaker to set the tone for the dinner because after you have like a really somber something like that you're not gonna like immediately pull out your start instagramming yeah exactly so um i think that's great I think so. And it's a great tradition because you know that you have something to look forward to. You know that you have a couple minutes to gather your thoughts and decide what you want to talk to everyone at the table about because there's those questions that you're always going to get at Thanksgiving, especially if you're with family. It's, you know, how's your job going? If you're in school, how's school going? All of those questions that you just sometimes don't want to answer. And so something like that gives you some time to figure out other topics where you still get to spend time getting to know the people that you're having dinner with without maybe glossing over the things that you're not very proud of right this second. Mm -hmm. And this subject is really the why behind, I think I can speak for both of us, but I know especially for me, it's the why behind I love hostessing and homemaking Mm -hmm. and why I like want my house to look nice is because I want to create a place where people can gather. That's like something that I know we had Michael and Smith on talking about her new book, Cozy Minimalist Home earlier Mm -hmm. in the month. But it kind of goes back to that same idea where your home 
shouldn't be like your your possessions shouldn't be a burden to you that they should facilitate whatever your priorities are for your home. And so I just recently rearranged my dining room and my office. I swapped them, which allows us to have a bigger dining room table. So I can have more family over for dinner. I can actually host dinners. I might not have a dishwasher, so doing the dishes will be laborious, but I don't have to bring out a card table uh, and <laughs> stuff like that. Just kind of going and back. And you can close those doors and keep the animals out so that you can have a relaxed dinner without you know, trying to get the cat off the right, table or right. pushing you know, the 90-pound German Shepherd out of the way. 98 pounds, but... <laughs> big whatever she is she's big she's very large yeah definitely for sure so you know just having reworking the space in your house to match your priorities and the priorities of gathering and hostessing I think is important so even if your floor plan might not allow for a really big table you can you can find a way around it like don't let that dictate stop you from hostess Mm -hmm. yeah For sure. So that book, if you like this subject, that book, and then also The Nesting Place, her first book, I would suggest you getting those books, even if you just listen to them on Audible. They do have beautiful Mm -hmm. pictures, though. But The Nesting Place, even more for this Mm -hmm. particular subject. Um, Cozy Minimalist Home, obviously, we're huge fans of it, but it's more for creating the home space. And I think The Nesting Place goes more into hosting and cultivating relationships through your home. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. It really goes hand in hand, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've covered in your house. So Jackie, you can take us into the next step from first your house and now. And now in your neighborhood, in your community, it doesn't necessarily have to be your next door neighbors, but just people in, in your city, in your town, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know what the person next door is story is if you don't take the time to get to know them. And there's a lot, a lot of ways to get to know your neighbors and get involved in your city to meet people around town. And especially in a time like, you know, this day and age where it's so digital and everything, and you can talk to someone in Sweden if you're in the Mm -hmm. U.S. You know, we have a lot of listeners in the U.K., and it's easy to be a home buddy. And don't get me wrong, I love it. Like, I, I like nothing more than just staying in my house. <laughs> but you're missing out on a whole lot of people by doing that. So mm-hmm. um, taking time to join clubs, like Jackie said, organizations you could go to. We have a guild, ladies guild on um, the mountain where I live that I go. And it's just me. And a lot of the women are a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the women are. I'm like the youngest by like 20 years by far. But it's fine because I love those relationships and I've learned things from those relationships and I hope that they can learn things from me as well. So um, talk to your neighbors. Political organizations is a really good way um, to get involved with charities, junior leagues, stuff like that. But just get involved in your neighborhood and your local city. Instagram friends are awesome. Don't A lot of my friends now in this phase of life, a lot of my friends actually came from that. But making friends after school and outside of your workplace is hard, but it's not impossible. Absolutely not. And if you don't want the commitment of joining an actual organization where you're expected to go to meetings all the time, although one of the great parts about that expectation is you 
people get used to seeing you there. If you're more like me, if you're more introverted and you don't like putting yourself out there, but if you just keep going and then you don't go, people are going to notice and they're going to ask what's wrong. And that can help you start those relationships if you're more introverted. But if you don't want that commitment, you're just kind of testing the waters. You just want to start putting yourself out there. Check your library. See if they have local classes. I know our library does something almost every night. A lot of it's for kids, but then they also do adult classes and adult workshops. And they have outdoor movie nights and just a chance to be out and Mm -hmm. be around people. And you just have to not be afraid to put yourself out there and start talking to people, which I'm preaching to the choir right now, let me tell you. And then if you have, you know, if you notice that someone down the street is moving in, don't be afraid to throw some bacon bread cookies in the oven and then bring them over and just say, we're so glad you're part of the neighborhood and I just wanted to welcome you. For sure. At starting book clubs or if mm-hmm. you do have some friends that maybe you don't see as often, just really intentionality I think is important for this. And another thing that, I mean, Jordan and I aren't really in the position to do, do this now because I feel like our schedule won't allow for it. But mm-hmm. I would love to get to a point where I could annually throw some sort of themed party every year. That would be so cool. When I was in a sorority in college, I had an advisor who always threw a luau (laughs) every Mm -hmm. year and, you know, with all their adult friends. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. Like I know Kyle Richards, if anyone watches uh, Real Housewives, they always do like Mm -hmm. a white party every year. I think it might be around someone's birthday. I'm not sure. But it's like that kind of thing. Like what if you did the annual Christmas party for your friend group or you know everyone's going to be in town for New Year's like Jackie and Drew do and they often will have the friend group's New Year's Mm -hmm. party that I've been to a lot. So again um, this year just without you guys. But next year maybe. So (laughs) it's you know it's kind of fun. I just like the idea of make like pick one thing. You don't have to Mm -hmm. master everything. Just pick one thing and make that be your thing. (laughs) So our thing I mean it's New Year's but our thing in general is game night because even our New Year's at some point, we're playing games. We yeah. usually start with games. Games are a great icebreaker. Um, board games, uh, we talk about Jackbox part. Wait, Jack. Is it Jackbox Party Pack? Yeah. And okay, how a funny lot. is this, Jackie? So um, the Friendsgiving that we went to this weekend, uh-huh. we went to their house and they had friends from their workplaces over. Mm-hmm. They all had played Jackbox because this is getting confusing. So our friends Scott and Brittany had been to our house and played Jackbox TV that we bought because Mm -hmm. we played it at your house. And then we went to their house and their friends were like, oh, let's play Jackbox because they had played it at their house. You know, so anyway. Oh, that's so funny. You (laughs) never know what like weird traditions you're going to start in other people's homes. Yeah, it's like you start a tradition in my house and then we start the tradition in (laughs) You know, it was so funny. So it's traveled and we should get a cut from that. Like you should. Uh, (laughs) Y'all can be the the brand ambassadors. (laughs) And what's we started playing it at Drew's best friend Matthew's house when we were up in Raleigh. So it's just like all the way up the up the chain. That is so funny. I mean, games because they're not you're not pressured to have this long extended conversation. Mm -hmm. You're just playing a game. And then later in the night, you remember, you know, that card that someone played in apples to apples and 
you just start talking about that and that creates a whole new conversation or years down the road, something, you know, sparks a conversation from that one night. You Mm -hmm. never know what bonds are going to form just from doing something so simple. Yes, totally agree. And you know what? If you don't have a thing, Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving is a good one to start. Mm -hmm. So, and you can get the Jackbox TV. We'll put it somewhere in the show notes because it's been (laughs) so fun. And I made a game night sticker for your Instagram. So you can search in the, we just came out with the millennial homemakers, little stickers that like, you know, the gifts that you add to your stories. You can search so much fun. Yes. You can search the millennial homemakers is one word word or MHM, the letters together, and you will see all of our stickers. And the reason that I don't want to say we, Jacqueline's doing all the work for this. The reason that Jacqueline decided to start doing this is because we were on a girl's trip and could not find Mm -hmm. stickers that we liked for our Instagram stories. And so Jacqueline was like, let me make them. And here we are. So if you ever have any ideas, let us know. We can't promise we'll make them. Jacqueline is only one person. but And I try to keep them very on brand. You know, we don't want things like... (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't make like <laughs> sketchy ones, but anyway. Right, right. <laughs> but yes. if you're hostessing a party and you're like, man, I wish I had an Instagram sticker for it, you know, let us know what kind of party and we'll see if yeah. we can fit it in the schedule. That would be fun. Okay. So speaking of that, that kind of actually goes into our last like <laughs> topic of this, which is Absolutely. creating online community. Because people mm-hmm. ask a few people have asked us about this and you know we're like not experts but I am proud of what we've been able to build and I'm Mm -hmm. thankful for everyone who does listen um Mm -hmm. so here's our little advice if you ever want to start your own (laughs) what I love is the unexpected relationships we've gotten from it where I know you know if I post something on Instagram somebody is going to send me a dm to that you know from that story that says, this is so you, or I can't believe I haven't thought about doing this. This is perfect. I'm going to get somebody who I would have never known if it weren't for this podcast. Yeah. Asking me about it, which is so fun. Yeah, for sure. I like our Facebook group. I think that Mm -hmm. that is like such a good place to start with community because it's like a safe space. Like it's not going to be on someone's main timeline. All their friends won't see it, just the members of the group. Um, So that's a really good place. If you want to like have discussion on social Mm -hmm. media, that is the best place in my opinion is like doing a Facebook group. Absolutely. Because it's not just you and one person. You're getting other feedback. You're getting other people involved. But like you said, it's not on your timeline. So not everyone's going to know. I'm in so many Facebook groups where a post will start with, if you know me in real life, please don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's to to set those boundaries to say, this is something that I would not be comfortable sharing with people face-to-face yet. Or I want to figure out how I want to deal with this before, you know, I bring it to my family or bring it to to my real life community. And Facebook groups gives you that that safe space to do that. Yeah, I totally agree. And a good thing to form a community online is find a commonality around uh, like interests or life phases. One of the reasons 
really the main reason why we even started this podcast is because Jackie and I both got married to different people. Obviously, we're not married to each other. Also, a weird talking point in the episode with our husbands. Sister wives. Wives every time. Yeah, that was like confusing. It just got confusing with the interview process. But anyway, no, we are not sister wives. We both, anyway. just Two different people, yeah. two unique <laughs> Two men. unique people. They do not have the same name like we do. Um, oh, that would be okay. That would yeah, be hilarious. Be okay. <laughs> anyway, so finding that. And so the reason why we started this was because we had both gotten married recently and we couldn't find a lot of content based around like newlywed life. We had so much content for wedding planning, but mm-hmm. not for decorating your first house and like living with a dude and, you know, <laughs> having to figure out how to make your Spend style your yeah make your styles match or how to like cook for him all the time you know and yourself too not just saying we're like yeah but I eat so much differently when it's just me yes totally agree like I like okay when I lived alone my dinner would consist of a wine and cheese plate okay um <laughs> my lunch today be. was just lettuce yeah. with a little salad dressing yeah like Jordan would not be okay with that so right um, we bridge the gap between weddings and babies so find something like that find what are you looking for online and does it exist and if not then who's to say that you can't start it right because that's we were both when we were wedding planning we were both really involved in a Facebook group about wedding planning uh-huh. and they do have a spouse one and we're both still pretty involved with that one but it was this huge leap because a lot of those are I'm trying to have a baby or yes all these things that we're just not ready for and we or like spouse problems let's be honest that mm, group right there's the, a lot of spouse problems so and we were in the wedding connection yeah. is what it's called anyone who's getting mm-hmm. married join it fantastic which, I just left it like oh you left a month it ago I just unfollowed I did. it the wedding connection which came from the cooler connection shout out sorority girls and then <laughs> it's called the spouse connection which it's not literally all the posts in there are like problems with my in-laws or problems with my husband and it's like or baby stuff and it's like I'm glad that people feel comfortable talk having like talking about that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. there's more to marriage than having problems okay so that was my main complaint with that group which Mm -hmm. I'm still in and I like respond to people and try to tell them to seek counseling or something if something really bad is happening if it's not about babies or problems with your spouse or in-laws I like almost always comment because I want more of that because so that like you said like so people realize especially new people in the group realize marriage is not one continuous problem yeah for sure so we try to show like the fun side just like the fun side of wedding planning okay mm-hmm. yeah there's going to be family drama because it's a lot of people trying to get together on the same date okay right. but we're trying to focus on the good parts about marriage <laughs> and you know not even marriage but just like adulting life. in general yeah yeah uh, basic life skills that we missed in home at because we didn't have it one thing that we always do is that we like to highlight people in our community and build them up and give them just as much of a platform as we have. I feel like at least Mm -hmm. we try, we try to have them on the show. We let people self promote in our group. If it's relevant, if you're spammy selling some type of weight loss thing, I'm going to block you. But um, besides that, I feel like people, everyone's an adult and I really trust all of our listeners and our group members and my followers that they Mm -hmm. all want the same things that I want. And that is just like a peaceful place and something to be inspiring and just more good in the world because we just need more of that. 
like there are some times where like I look in our group and I'm just so proud of every single person in there, which might sound silly. Like you guys are not my children. Like, <laughs> like we're peers, we're becoming friends because of this. But someone will post something and there's a lot of decorating groups where someone will post a picture of their house and and there's, you know, a couple of people who are like, oh, you know, where'd you get this? Where'd you get this? But then there's a lot of, oh, I wouldn't have done it that way. And our, you know, our group does not do that. They always look for the good mm-hmm. in just about any post. And if people are asking for advice, they're not just giving, you know, brutal advice. They're giving constructive advice that that other group members can actually learn from and and grow with. Yeah, I yeah, I totally agree. If you're not in our Facebook group, there's really no reason because it's not going to spam up your timeline. We don't mm-hmm. post in there every single day. We don't have like weird follow me, follow me weird posts or right. anything like that. It's truly just a bunch of great people that are like us that we've had on the show. So you should definitely join. It's also funny because like we'll like go like a week with no one posting and Mm -hmm. then like one day like everyone will post within like 30 minutes, which is great because then you get like some binge, like get on Facebook for like, you know, a solid 30 Mm -hmm. minutes, see what's going on and then put your phone away and get back to your real life community. Yeah, that's, that's, that's funny because that is true. I feel like it like gets front of mind sometimes more than others. So probably like probably someone posted and then, you know, someone else was like, oh yeah, I was going to say this thing. And then like, that's what happens. But yeah, it's funny. I totally agree with that. Um, And something about like, because I feel like if you're asking this question, then you probably want to build your own community. So whether this is blogging or your own podcast or what have you, one thing that I really liked that my grandfather always said, and I'm going to quote it, Jackie, I know you've heard this, but it's, you're not better than anyone else, but no one else is better than you kind of come at things with that attitude and realize that your follower numbers don't matter. Just be thankful Mm -hmm. for, you know, even if you have five people following you, that's five people, right? You know, if you're, you have five people over to your house, that's a lot. So every single week when we get 500,000 people downloading stuff, it's like crazy to me. I try to think of like that many people in a room. Because that's right. pretty intense. For that's that's how you can be grateful, even if maybe that doesn't match up to the hundred thousand or million people for the most popular person on the iTunes store. But that's really overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm overwhelmed enough with five hundred or a thousand. So, well, and you know, like you said, don't worry about your follower count because would you would. Would you guys rather have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers that you don't know or a smaller group where you can really get to know people and find out what makes them tick and they can really get to know you and you can become invested in each other? Yeah, I totally agree. If you do want to do something like this, then find something that no one else is doing, like that sort of niche or no one else is doing it in the way that you want them to and Mm -hmm. do it for other people and highlight those listeners and really always answer your DMs and emails. And I think we're at a size where I absolutely answer all my DMs. It's rare if you direct message me that I don't respond. 
Um, and I say that and people are going to be like, Jacqueline, you didn't respond to me, but I'm <laughs> sure I'm good at that. I like being accessible. I like our size of our community, but I'm thankful when people do share it with friends and bring people from their real life community into our little internet community. <laughs> Shout out to Allison Webb Brown, who I think has brought like, I don't even know how many people, but so many times we get a quest for someone to just join the group and it's so-and-so was invited by Allison. And that's what we want you guys to do, to share with your friends and bring them into your online community so that you have an even stronger relationship with them. Yeah, totally. Uh, yep. <laughs> no, she's awesome. I love that. That's all I have. And I hope mm-hmm. that if y'all are having Friendsgivings and you're in our Facebook group that you post about it because I want to see everyone's recipes. And we do have some recipes from last year. I don't remember what the – do you remember what the name of that episode was? Oh, gosh. I wonder how fast I can find it. We posted some stuff last year, a really good – Thanksgiving content and this is the first episode of our kind of holiday content that'll be coming up Mm -hmm. so stay tuned the rest of this month and next month for all that promise this year I will not go on a 30 minute rant about the history of any holiday like I did last year for Thanksgiving we did this really great one about the history of Thanksgiving I'm trying to find it now it's that one I did too so it's out there if you care about the history of Thanksgiving I'm looking up okay We have had several Thanksgiving episodes right back to back. Last year, it's season two, episodes nine through 11. We have Thanksgiving traditions, which is pretty sure the one where I talk about the history of Thanksgiving for a very long time. (laughs) Uh, Thanksgiving tablescape tips and trends. And then last minute Thanksgiving hostessing tips. Yeah. So we have a lot of good stuff on there. And then also I was on the Nuga Bell show podcast Mm -hmm. with Kate, who is on ours. And we talked about some Thanksgiving recipes, stuff like that. So if you want to check out that, it was one of the most recent episodes that I think went live earlier this week. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us, my Instagram is at Jacqueline Humble and Jackie's Instagram is at JVAlexander16. Or you can find us together at the Millennial Homemakers. And you can find us on Facebook and our Facebook group and also on our Facebook page. Make sure that you like it. We post funny memes that we make. So (laughs) we hope that you join our community and we want to hear how you guys are building your own communities. For sure. Talk to y'all next week.